Hi, y'all. My name is Kennedy Tippins. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast, Rooted. I'm so thankful to have you here. Last week was the premiere of my first episode, and I'm so glad that you came back for episode two. And buckle up because this one is definitely going to be a doozy. And with that being said, let's go ahead and jump right on it. This episode is going to be a little deep and I would say I'm going to apologize for it, but I am really not sorry because if I have learned anything in this past season that I've been walking through, it's that forgiveness is so important and just because it's important doesn't mean it's not going to suck because it really does suck. Like the whole idea of forgiveness and apologizing and being humble like the whole entire thing is just so horrible like I just I hate even thinking about it but it's so important in our walk with Jesus that we learn how to forgive others and how to forgive ourselves for our wrongdoings and for other people's wrongdoings I'm going to start off with a story about one of my friends she's one of my dear friends her name is Liliana And uh, I love her so much. And the story started this past summer of 2022. I was being stupid and I decided to go down some sort of contraption. It was a slide down some steps. Don't ask me why. I was just really feeling adventurous and fun. And uh, me being the person I am, I ended up uh, injuring my foot really, really badly and uh that is a story for another time but it was something that I had to walk through that kind of humbled me and it ended up turning into an amazing testimony that I will tell another time but it was so hard for me to accept help uh physically and um emotionally and spiritually throughout this time I had a boot on my foot and I just needed help with everything and I was exhausted And if anyone is close to me that's listening to this, they know I absolutely hate asking for help. It is one of my least favorite things in the world. I'm I'm a very prideful person. I'm a very independent person. And that's just who I've always been. And so I finally broke down. I was on the phone with my friend one time and I was just crying, just telling her how much I had been struggling. And I just... I hated it. I didn't want to have to ask people for help. I was going to a second camp with the boot on and it was in the middle of the woods and I didn't know how I was going to get around and it was just, it was just not a good time. While I'm crying, she stops me and she starts crying. I was like, what in the world? Like, why is this girl crying right now? Like, what is going on? And she said, Kennedy, I'm so sorry. I have to ask your forgiveness for something. And obviously I'm interested because duh, like who wouldn't be interested? Like you're spilling your heart out to your friend. And then she starts crying and says that she has to ask your forgiveness for something. I was like, girl, what in the world? And also like, this is not uh, a friend who normally wrongs people. Like if y'all knew her, she is one of the most pure hearts ever. And her conscience is just so amazing. And she will just, if she knows she's done wrong, she does anything in her power to make it right. And I just 
mad respect to her for that because I just, I'm so intrigued by her. But um, anyways, back to the story. So she said, I didn't realize how much your foot was affecting you. And I spoke negatively about you to a group of people who are your friends. And I was like, huh? I was like, this is so not like her. What in the world? And she said, I said something they were all talking about, you know, the story about how you broke your foot. Because it is a very good story. I will give them that. And it's even better in a video form, uh, which I will not be releasing anyways. But she, she said, if anyone can handle the attention of a broken foot, it's Kennedy Tippins. And when she said that, I kind of started to laugh because yes, I got where she was coming from. Because if any of y'all know my personality, I am very much the loud one um, and just kind of very out there uh, doing my own thing. And she was totally not in the right to say that, but not very far off of what would be normal for my personality. But because of the circumstances that I was in, I was not enjoying the attention of a broken foot at all. I was actually humiliated and embarrassed. And I was like, of course I forgive you. But I just was thinking, who in the world does something wrong or says something wrong? And then instead of like going to a different friend and being like, I really said this about someone and I shouldn't have said that. And I feel bad you know, kind of looking for validation in your feelings that you feel bad, if that makes sense. But she just went straight to me, didn't lie about anything she said. She told me exactly what she said. She felt horrible and she wanted to make it right. And the point I'm getting to is in order to understand the fullness of what forgiveness looks like, we have to place our pride to the side. That is not even an option. Like pride is the tool that the enemy uses to keep you from understanding what the power of forgiveness looks like. Jesus gives us all the tools we need to be able to forgive and we don't use them because Satan puts pride in our hearts and we, it is so easy to give in to pride. It's way easier to give in to pride than it is to humble ourselves. And that's why I was so amazed with my friend Liliana. Like, I really hope she's listening to this right now, but I was so just blessed by her. She knows I'm blessed by her. She knows that I'm using this story in her name. And um, I told her, I was like, when I was explaining to her how much that left an impact on me, she was like, really? Which just gives in to everything that she is and who she is. And I just love her so much. But back to forgiveness and what Jesus wants us to do when it comes to forgiving. I am brought up to Matthew 18, 21, where Jesus basically tells us that we are to forgive as many times as people need forgiveness. And I also think that in this passage, when Jesus is telling Peter, forgive 70 times 7, as many times as we need. He's also referring to forgiving ourselves because when Jesus forgives, it's said and done. And 
our sins are washed away from our quote unquote record. But forgiving ourselves is a whole new ballgame of issues and problems that we don't even comprehend the idea that it's possible for us to not have a record, a quote-unquote permanent record of all the wrong we've ever done because we live in such a permanent record type of world. Just think about driving when they talk about your permanent record and you get pulled over once and that's on there forever. That is not how Jesus works. He is not a permanent record type of God. He is a you come to me once and I'll wash all your sins away. I'll make you new. You will be born again through me and through my love and through my forgiveness type of God. Another step that this is about to get deep now. Here we go, Christians. I'm about to make you a little uncomfortable. Pride and gossip are best friends. I think it is so normalized in today's world that you can say you forgive someone and then you still think that you've forgiven them. But then when you go and tell so-and-so about it the day after you forgive them, like who thinks that that's actually forgiving? That is not. You don't see Jesus when we come to him crying about everything we've done wrong. Jesus, I'm so sorry. He's not snitching the next day to so-and-so like can you believe that she did this to me or hey look at me I'm so amazing I forgave that person even though they did x y and z to me it works both ways because gossip and pride besties and gossiping is so damaging and I have a whole nother episode dedicated to gossiping that will come out next week but It is so real. And Christians, let me tell you right now, you cannot claim forgiveness and go gossip about it. That is not how it works. And I think we just need to be awoken in that because we don't even realize it sometimes. We'll go and call it quote unquote venting. Oh, I need to vent for my mental health. That is a real thing. Venting is a real thing venting about a certain situation regarding you and another person to a third party that could potentially be involved, that's gossip. That is not the Lord's work. That is not fixing anyone's mental health that's feeding your pride. We getting deep today. That is feeding your pride, not your mental health. That is a whole new little thing that we like to cover in our mental health issues and it's good for my spiritual health and it's good for me and my relationship with God. If you are talking about a friend to a third party that could potentially be involved or knows the other person or could potentially change the other person's mindset of the friend you were talking about, that is not venting. That is gossip. That is not okay and that is not forgiveness that is not true forgiveness and you as a believer are capable of forgiving like Jesus because Jesus gives you the power to do so now that we got that out of the way let's talk about Luke chapter 15 the parable of the father and the two sons we're going to call the two sons uh Henry and Maverick and 
Henry and Mavic, you know, they were growing up. They were good. They were homies. They were chill. And then Maverick decides that he wants his inheritance early. And I don't know how much y'all know about inheritances, but the thing about them is in order to get them, your dad and mom have to be dead. You know, like that's how they work. But in this case, Maverick wanted it early and the father was like, you know what? You want it early? Here, you can have your inheritance. Maverick goes off. He spends all the money. He buys into prostitution. He gambles it all away. He just goes out, parties hard, lives his life, and that's that. On the other hand, Henry is the perfect little farm boy, helps out his dad. He is there all the time. He does all the chores. You know, just classic oldest uh, sibling behavior. Uh, I don't know if he was the oldest, but sounds about right. You know, if you know anything about siblings, sounds like oldest behavior. Uh, That sounds like something my older sister would be doing. And my other older sister, who is the middle child, is definitely the wilder one. Uh, I'm just going to be honest with y'all here right now. But, you know, Maverick uh, runs out of inheritance. The funny thing about money is if you're not working and you're spending Uh, then it runs out. And the country he was in at the time went through a massive poverty level and he was broke. Uh, Couldn't find job, couldn't find anything to eat. So he was eating with the pigs. He finally decides to get over himself and go back to his father. This is so important. He runs back to his father, asks him for work and asks him for forgiveness. And the father says, and I quote, I have already forgiven you. The father had already forgiven the son before he even returned back home. The father threw him a huge party. He said, kill the fattest cow I have. Bring all the servants. Let's all party. Now, what did Henry think about this? Henry is mad and I would be mad too. I did all this work for you. I was the perfect little golden child And you never once threw me a party. Not once did you throw me a party. And he wouldn't go inside and eat. He was mad. He was filled with anger, rage, all of the emotions that are not of Jesus, unforgiveness being the main one. And my question to y'all is what I want y'all to think about. There's no right or wrong answer, or maybe there is. I am not the holder of the right or wrong answer. But who's worse off, needing all the forgiveness in the world or not being able to forgive? Which one of those is the quote-unquote greater sin? Does that make sense? I think it's just kind of food for thought where on one hand, you have done so much wrong. You know you've done wrong. You're asking for forgiveness. On the other hand, you can't give forgiveness. What I also want to point out is in this parable, there was never a time where the father loved one son more than the other. There was never a time where he loved one son more than he loved the other son. The only separation between the father and the sons, no matter which son it is, the separation was placed there by the sons. I want to get that point across that the only separation that was between the father 
and the son the son had implicated. The sons have put there through needing all the forgiveness in the world to not being able to forgive. I'm telling y'all right now, Jesus will always forgive you no matter what you did. No matter what you've done, he is the ultimate forgiver. But being filled with hatred and rage and unforgiveness is more deadly than needing all the forgiveness in the world. Christians that claim that they know the love of Jesus and they know the forgiveness of Jesus because they've felt it firsthand but have never been able to forgive that one girl from the second grade that told you you were ugly and pulled your pigtail. They don't understand the true meaning of the word forgiveness. And Jesus is the ultimate forgiver. When we learn how to forgive, we learn how to implicate a holy act into our everyday lives. It is truly life-changing when you can break the chain of unforgiveness in our hearts. And like I said, it goes with pride. Once you kind of get a hold of your pride, forgiveness isn't easy, but it comes a little bit easier. It's a little more less tugging at your heartstrings. What I also want to say is a dear friend of my dad's, who's also a dear friend of mine, his name is Ross Jones. I hope he's listening to this right now. I know I'm naming a lot of people, but I have a lot of important people in my life. He said one time at a church camp that it is okay to not obey your feelings when it comes to forgiveness. I'm going to say it again. It is okay to not obey your feelings when it comes to forgiveness because your feelings are usually influenced by the world and the world will tell you that you do not have to forgive. But I'm here to tell you that Jesus says you were to forgive 70 times seven. I'm here to tell you that that's not correct because the world says if he wronged you, it is your choice whether you're going to forgive him or not. And I'll tell you right now, Jesus also gives us a choice, but we can't be hypocrites. We can't claim one thing and then our actions show another. (sighs) It is so important to learn how to forgive and not obey your feelings. That's, for me, that's the hardest part is not obeying my feelings. I also want to talk about how forgiveness is not a one-time act. Forgiving is a verb. The ing, it does not stop. You always have to forgive, even if it's a one situation. Let's say you're in one situation with someone and they keep doing things and you keep saying you forgive them. Let me tell you right now, I could forgive someone one day and I could wake up the next day And I could not want to forgive them at all anymore. But it doesn't matter because I told them I was going to forgive them. So I'm sticking to that and I'm deciding not with my feelings, but with my actions. I'm deciding not to talk about that person to so-and-so the next day. I'm deciding not to post maybe that certain quote that hits a little close to home on my story the next day. I'm deciding not to post that TikTok with that audio that would kind of be hinting at someone else, you know, the next day, because only the people that know my situation will get it. So it doesn't really count as slandering them online, but they'll know that it's for them. You know, like that type of thing. 
that is not walking out forgiveness. Walking out forgiveness is waking up the next day and choosing you are going to forgive this person. So you're not going to talk about them. You're not going to post that. You're not going to do X, Y, and Z. You're going to forgive them the way that the Father has forgiven you for your sins. And that is a hard concept to grasp. What I also want to touch on is apologies. In today's world, it is unheard of to forgive before the person who has wronged you asks for forgiveness. But if we look into Luke 15, the father says, I have already forgiven you. We are already forgiven before we even admit our wrongdoing. That is love. I don't have to wait for someone to come to me humble themselves, say what they've done wrong, ask for my forgiveness. I don't have to wait for that. I can go ahead and break the chains of unforgiveness in my heart and gift it to them. What I also want to touch on is that forgiveness is not a transaction. I am not entitled to anyone's forgiveness or apology. That is big. None of you are entitled to an apology. I don't care what they've done to you. I don't care what anyone's. I know, I know that I said this in last week's episode, but uh, John chapter 15, verse 18. If you think the world hated you, know that it hated me first. I want a tattoo of that on my arm because I pull it out all the time because whenever the world makes me mad or does me wrong, I think of that verse and it is so inspirational for me to think about. I know it's not exactly a uh, hippo cheerio type of uh, verse, but it is so important for y'all to know that you are not entitled to an apology or forgiveness. Forgiveness is a gift. And if somebody gives it to you, do not take it lightly. An apology is a gift. If somebody gives it to you, do not take it lightly. Encourage the other party in their humbleness, because I think a lot of times we take that for granted. We take people asking for forgiveness for granted. When people have brought that to me, like my friend Liliana, I told her how much it meant to me that she humbled herself and that I thought it was so amazing because I did. I'm not faking it. I do think it's so amazing. And I wanted to tell her that. And I think we like to hold back encouragement a lot of times because of a little thing called pride. Again, pride likes to show its face around us very often. And I think we don't really... Uh, acknowledge it as much as we should. In Ephesians 4 verse 31, it says, get rid of all your bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ forgave you. What I also want to touch on is Although we are not entitled to anyone's forgiveness, it is not necessary for us to actually be forgiven. 
I know that's a little confusing. Let me break it down. If I do someone wrong and I, let's just say I did something really bad, I went to them and I wanted to ask for forgiveness. I humbled myself. And let's say that they chose feelings over forgiveness and they did not forgive me. I What I had done was too far beyond them for forgiveness and they just didn't want any part of being around me or forgiving me that does not mean that I am unforgiven because the only forgiveness that truly matters is God's and yourself I know that this is a hard subject to talk about it's an even harder subject to actually play out in your everyday life I know that for me, I just, I struggle all the time with forgiving and I have to catch myself in my tracks, but just know that you're never too far gone to forgive. Um, I really encourage you to start uh, holding yourself accountable, maybe get an accountability partner, not a gossip partner, an accountability partner, um, a good tool that I use. Uh, when I need to actually vent, I don't use names uh, for situations. If I am telling someone a situation, I will either use a different name or I will just not give a name or I will go. I have a friend that um, lives far away and I will go tell her everything because she doesn't know the people She's not in the situation. She's not going to go share the information to anyone. And even if she wanted to, she couldn't because she lives like halfway across the world. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Tune in next week for my episode about gossiping. And I really hope that you take everything that was said in this podcast and go out, do the Lord's great work be amazing, be everything he wants you to be. And yeah, really just ponder on the thought of forgiving and what that means for your own life. I will see y'all next week. Don't forget to pray and love everyone the best you can.